0: Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go.
1: Hello, Cosmos Country, and welcome back to another edition of First Team Podcast. I'm your host, John Freshante. On this week's episode, I am joined by Neurocosmos Cosmos club captain, Danny Satella. You can hear Danny Satella's full conversation with myself later on this week's episode, of course. But before I do get to talking with Danny, I do want to say that Detroit City FC, they have been crowned the champion of the Nisa Fall Tournament. So congrats to Detroit City FC for winning that title. I hope the Cosmos can rebuild and get the job done and can compete on that equal footing against those clubs uh, in NISA in 2021. And that's why I invited Danny Satella on this week's episode because I did promise a debrief, right? If the Cosmos didn't get the job done in Michigan... I wanted to have a debrief episode, and I guess that is uh, this week, with Danny Satella, with the New York Cosmos club captain. Before I do get to my chat with Danny Satella, I do want to touch on my chat with Chris Kevlin from midfieldpress.com. We had some uh, comments on social media about our chat last week. If you didn't hear my chat with Chris, we talked through the Cosmos unsuccessful time in Michigan of how they got knocked out of their group and I know that's history at the moment right people don't want to talk about that anymore Uh, but we did receive some comments on social media that I would like to read out and the first one is from Brian he says good episode guys I know that lower league clubs lose money but you have to imagine that a bit of success." Leads to more ticket and merchandise sales and less money lost. Yeah, Brian, you are spot on there. If you remember back to uh, the first season of the Rocco era, right, the last season in the North American Soccer League, you saw that trend, right, of a packed stadium, everyone's buying merchandise, everyone is supporting the boys in green, and if the Cosmos And if they were able to participate, and if the NASL did stay around from 2017 onwards, you might have seen a different product on and off the field for the league and for the New York Cosmos. Because I think at that time, Rocco was very engaged. He was very excited. I'm still very excited and passionate about the New York Cosmos, but Rocco just bought the New York Cosmos, so he was very passionate and very riled up uh, regarding the lawsuit and the fight against the United States Soccer Federation. But the point I'm trying to make is that just fast forward back to 2017, you're in MCU Park, PAC Stadium, a lot of Cosmos supporters. And what Brian's saying here is that if people are putting money back into the club, right? Buying tickets, merchandise sales, and if you have a great support If you have a great supporter base, a club might not lose that much money. And I know the famous quote by Rocco B. Camiso was that I didn't buy the Cosmos. I didn't buy into soccer to make money, right? He owns Mediacom and he's not here to make money or to make his millions or billions from the soccer world or the sports business. Right? That's not how it works, really. People make their money elsewhere, come in, and this is their hobby, and they want to grow the team or the league that they do own. So, I'm not knocking Rocco B. Camiso, right? I think last week, some people did believe that I was. I was not, right? I do believe in Rocco B. Camiso. I said that on last week's episode that I don't hate the guy. I really do like the guy because he saved the Neurocosmos from possibly uh, getting into the wrong hands of Major League Soccer, of New York City FC. And if it wasn't for him, I guess the New York Cosmos would just be a brand on t-shirts and not competing on the field. So we have to thank Rocco for that, right? And I have to hold my hands up and say thanks, Rocco, for uh, saving the boys in green. But to the other extent, I do want to see the club be successful, On and off the field. And I don't think that's a controversial thing to say on first team podcast, right? I think Rocco and Eric Stover would probably agree with me and say that that's not good enough, right? They want to see a better product on the field, they want to see a winning team. uh, Because what's the point of showing up if you don't want to win, if you don't have that passion? I believe that Eric and Rocco do have that passion because why would you be a part of an organization if you didn't have that passion? So, and the next tweet or the last tweet regarding our episode last week with Chris, uh, Blue Green Loon says, nice episode, tough time in Cosmos country. So thanks Blue Green Loon for that tweet. And yeah, it's a very tough time in Cosmos country, but We are here, First Team Podcast is here to cover the ins and outs of Cosmos Country and the New York City soccer scene. So please keep it locked here on First Team Podcast. I really do appreciate the support. So please welcome to the program, New York Cosmos Club Captain, Danny Satella. I remember we talked, I think it was during preseason this past summer, Um, 2020, the summer of 2020 preseason ahead of the NISA uh, fall season. And I remember we were talking about uh, the pandemic and um, how the club is preparing for the season. But now when we're looking back at the season, the Cosmos played more matches than the clubs on the West Coast. And um, it wasn't a successful year in the fall tournament in regards to lifting silverware. So uh, the clubs on the West Coast, they only played two matches, right? And I remember uh, during media day, the California United Strikers manager was just saying that, hey, we're just evaluating talent, right? We're just trying to see which player sticks out for next season. What were your thoughts on uh, the new world that we live in at the moment with the pandemic, trying to practice and train with limited sessions, right, ahead of uh, the NISA season and then uh, the fall tournament not uh, stacking up the way we, we wanted to?
0: Yeah, I think, you know, listen, it's it's been a difficult year, a crazy mm-hmm. year, you know, um, with, with COVID-19 and, you know, uh, regulations here in the New York, New Jersey, you know, Connecticut, tri-state area. It's been hard. You know, obviously we didn't have the the regular preseason that that we wanted to. Uh, things were shut down. Guys are running on the streets. You know, I'm over here running on I'm on hills and parking lots and in high schools for preseason until we were allowed to at least come in. And we came in and we had, you know, Four or five guys that were allowed to, to train getting tested every day when that started and you know that's not ideal but at least it's, it's it's something you know at least you're getting a few guys together in certain positions that that can work together but then at the end of the day you know there's 11 guys on the field so when you have a regular preseason, you're working with 11 guys at the time and then if things are switched up and Position-wise, those guys are still always working, 11 guys, 11 guys, in in a way that the coach wants to build the system. Um, so this year's been crazy, you know? Like, we started preseason, and, yeah, we had the, uh, the independent cup. We had a game canceled there, and, and a game that we still have to make up uh, this weekend. And those games are very important as as a player, especially when you have new guys, and, you know... For me as a player, you know, I've been here. I know the system that the Cosmos play, you know, that Carlos wants to play. But then when you bring in new guys and it's difficult putting a roster together to make sure those guys fit the system. And that's what preseason is for. And we didn't have that. But, uh, you know, it's a disappointing year because at the end of the day, we still played well. We, We created many, many opportunities. But our finishing wasn't there. we didn't score goals, and at the end of the game, there's two goals and one ball and whichever goal whichever goal the ball goes in that's where the team's team gets a gets a goal you know so yes, it's disappointing, but the fortunate thing is that we still have one game this weekend to to make a statement, and we have to move on you know for the west Coast teams, I think you know they were in a situation where they started going into lockdown after the New York area and then maybe things are starting to let up here a little bit more. And that's that's the year we're living in, 2020, you know. So we have to continue to you know, hope for the best, and then hope that 2021 brings uh, a better opportunity.
1: Yeah, and um, as a fan watching the games on Beaton Sports during the Nisa Fall tournament, uh, we did see your frustration when you came off the field uh, as a second-half substitution there. Um, what were you saying to the players, or or what did you say to the team during that tournament to try to get them riled up for the next couple of matches there? Yeah,
0: for, for me, it's... I love this club. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love to play soccer. You yeah. know? And the guys the guys that are on the team, we we have a lot of young guys and I have so much talent. But sometimes the talent you have to put on the back burner and be like, All right guys, we, we gotta work harder because these teams that, are, that we played and you know, like you said, John, you watch you watch the games, a lot of these teams just sit back they defend, and they just want to counter us. And that's, if you look at the, the tournament, a lot of the teams they, when their goals were scored were, were just like this, you know, we're attacking, we're attacking. Okay, the ball, we lose the ball in the attacking third, or the ball is clear, they play one pass, and, and they go down down the field and, sc- and score a goal. You know, It's not like these teams against us broke us down and, and scored goals. Um, but at the end of the day, we sometimes have to look at ourselves and be like, okay, listen, Carlos and Dom, the assistant coach, they gave us all the information, what we need to do to win these games. And now as players, we need to execute that on the field. You know, the, the coach isn't going to go on the field and, and, and play and then give everybody information. And that's what's with myself as, uh, as well. Maybe I wasn't giving enough information to the players on the field to do a better job or, or work a little harder mm-hmm. to to make sure we won that game, yeah. you know. But from the coaching staff, they gave us everything. Especially now we're in a bubble; we have game clips and and everything, video of of, of the other teams. They gave us information, everything we needed. But as players, we didn't execute. Now, yeah. you know, as me as the captain, that starts from me to make sure that every single player once we start the game is motivated is is ready to push uh, whatever we have to do to, to win the game and yes we did a lot of great things but at the end of the day if we don't score goals we don't win the game and you know that's what happened in in detroit and you know we couldn't get out of the group it was it was disappointing but at the end of the day it's that's what 2020 was and you know, for the fans, I understand, and they're very disappointed and and want to point fingers and and this and that. But honestly, the, this whole year since the team got together and we were able to train, we've been working so hard. It's just that at the end of the day, we didn't score goals, and the other team scored more goals than us. And and we take this this year as a as a learning lesson from for myself and and for all the players to know that you know sometimes. Just because we're the better team, we won't win games. We have to sometimes fight a little more instead of thinking that our our play is going to outplay the other team and 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 win games.
1: So yeah,
0: yeah, we gotta we gotta move forward and, and go from there.
1: There's no doubt that the quality is there within the squad, right? Um, because that was the most frustrating thing for me sitting here watching the games. I was saying, well, hey, like. We have quality players, right? But uh, the finishing wasn't there when we were in front of goal.
0: Yeah, definitely. You know, you know, like uh, the guys that we have, Ali, Acuna, that are on mm-hmm. top. These guys are, are guys that, you know, you should score 10. You give them five games, they score 10 goals. Yeah, and yeah. It's like, I don't know if there's a soccer guy or not, but like, for some reason we just like nothing wanted to go in. You know, like yeah. look at uh, opportunities that we had. They weren't like opportunities that we taking shots from forty-five, thirty yards out. These were opportunities that we've had in the box, and and I'm not just uh, saying Acuna and, and Hassan. but I'm saying myself and and other players as, as well. We had opportunities, great opportunities, and just the ball wouldn't go in.
1: Yeah, it's
0: like wow, that goalie made the best save of his of his career against us. Or two saves against us, like in the game. And it's like that usually doesn't happen for us, you know, like man, we put that ball in the upper corner, he's going in, no, but this goalie made a fantastic save. But, you know, we gotta take this again, like I said, a learning lesson and we have to know that, hey, we have to execute whatever the coaches give us, whatever Carlos gives us, Dom gives us, like we have to execute it no no matter what. And, And and at the end of the day we were executing but we did not execute the final the final step of the phase meaning scoring a goal you know so it's difficult but you know we have to have to move on you know it's it's soccer this this is just crazy look at this past weekend man united liverpool liverpool losing 7-2 man united 6-1 it's like those are probably the top five teams in the world Mm -hmm. in the top five and they just got crushed by you know mid-table teams in their in their league. I mean, this is soccer. You know, mm-hmm. the the game is changing, and and it's good to good to see. You know, obviously we know that as a team we have to put in more work, and we're putting in the work this week because Saturday. You know, at the end of the day, we still have one game, and we want to win for the fans to show them that hey, yes, there's, there's hope that players that will be here, players that won't be here, who knows, myself included. I don't know if I'm going to be here or not, but we have to continue to work and, and do well on, on Saturday to make the fans proud.
1: And uh, Danny, how was life in the bubble? Because during the lockdown, right, we all experienced staying home for the past couple of months. But staying, what, two weeks in Michigan, uh, stuck in your hotel, uh, only coming out for the couple of matches and, and training, right? So how was that life uh, in Michigan?
0: Yeah, well, for us, we were only there one week um mm-hmm. because we didn't get out of the group mm-hmm. but uh the bubble wasn't so bad you know um yeah. like Siobhan said in the, in 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 interviews uh you know the food was good you know uh yeah. the food obviously is great but you know in the bubble guys interacted a lot you know we we played cards, we played fifa we did a lot of video you know we 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 played a game we had a lot of video analysis with the with Carlos Dom and the rest of the staff which, which I think is very important you know, because now we live in an age where we have technology where, okay, we play a game and we can cut up clips and we can watch what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, and I think that was good because that's a learning lesson for everybody, even myself at 33 years old. I'm going to make mistakes uh, at times, you know, either if that's leading the team on the field or in my play itself. You're going to make mistakes. It just, it just happens. Um, but the bubble life wasn't so bad, you know, uh, Nisa did a great job, um, with, with everything. And, you know, I wish, I wish it lasted longer, but, you know, at the end of the day, you know, the best team in the tournament, I think, I think won it, you know, Detroit, uh, did very well throughout the, throughout the tournament and, and congratulations to them, but, you know, I can't wait to hopefully be able to, to go back wearing a Cosmos jersey and, and playing Detroit again with, with fans. So we have to see what happens. You know, this year is almost over. Hopefully, only better times come. You know, for the rest of 2020 and, and mm-hmm. 2021 brings uh, a better year for for the club and and for soccer and for Nisa.
1: Yeah, and uh, the Cosmos have their final match of the season in the NISA Independent Cup this weekend, this Saturday, October 10th. Before we started recording, I think you said that the Cosmos have to score about seven goals, right, Uh, to have a chance to win it, or?
0: Yeah, I think it's something like that because I think uh, Baltimore, I think it was Mm -hmm. Baltimore or, or Maryland, played New Amsterdam and they won by like six goals or seven goals, so. Mm-hmm. I think they're sitting in first place, and in order for us to win that, I think you know obviously it goes to goal differentials now, and and yeah. you know we we have that game Saturday, and I think it's a, it, it's here at, at Mitchell mm-hmm. uh, at our home facility, but uh, you know scoring six seven goals is, is a tough tough task for for any team. Yeah. So yeah. you know, but but that's that's our goal is to win it. So yeah. you know. We're going to go out there, give our best effort, and if, if we can score seven goals to, to win it, amazing. Um, at the end of the day, we still want to go out on the field and, and win the game if it's by one goal or if it's by seven goals. We, we want to go out on the field, win the game, and, and give our fans a, a victory.
1: And Danny, what will be your message to Cosmo supporters? Because uh, they've been raging on social media, just upset with the results throughout the tournament. Um, so, what would be your message to those supporters?
0: No, listen, I think you know to the supporters, I understand their frustration. you know um as a player myself that's been here for a long time from from day one, just like the supporters were I, I was very frustrated um that we didn't do better this year, but as the fans know themselves in their personal lives, everything hasn't been perfect, so they gotta know that. As players, we're on the field, but that—that's our job, is being on the field, and we expect to—to to do better, to give them some kind of high of a victory from victory, and and this and that, because they're not, because everyone's jobs are on the line and and so on, and and living in. But let's take this year as a, a learning experience, and, and I hope that the fans can. Forgive us as players and and the staff and the team. know that this year has been so crazy and that 2021 is a new year, and and that's the year that things are going to change and they're going to be back to, to normal, and they'll see that their passion in the stands will be only victory and they'll be able to cheer every single day for us.
1: And lastly, Danny, uh, there's no doubt that you have been probably the, the best spokesperson for the New York Cosmos, uh, and I do hope that uh, the Cosmos come back stronger in 2021 and that you are on the field as well wearing that green jersey.
0: Absolutely. You know, um, I want to be back. I want to wear the jersey, um, not only for me, but a lot of players deserve to, to be back. Um, I think Carlos deserves to be back just because this year has been so crazy. So a lot of fans, I've been saying some things I've been saying on the social media and this and that. But like I said in the beginning, Carlos and Dom and the rest of the staff have given us, the players, everything we needed, everything that we needed to succeed on the field and off the field. And at the end of the day, I think, you know, Carlos should be back and he should be giving an opportunity to, to have a full year where he can have a time to put a team together and have a proper preseason and now show that, okay, listen, this is who the Cosmos are, and, and we're here to win, and we're, and we're here to make the fans smile and be happy about us and not be aggravated with the, with the team or with the club. So hopefully, you know, Whatever happens, again, like I said, I don't know if I'm going to be back next year. I nobody knows what's what's going on, but I want to be back. I think the future for 2021 is, is going to be great for the Cosmos and the fans. As much as they've been frustrated this year in 2020, 2021 is going to be very different and they're going to be proud of the club and, and the team.
1: And one last thing, Dom, the assistant coach of the Cosmos, wasn't he the head coach of Brooklyn Italians when they beat us in the U.S. Open Cup?
0: Yeah, I think he was also the head coach when we beat them uh two okay. times. Yeah by, by a scoreline that I don't remember. Yeah, 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 I'm just kidding. But uh I had to put that in there just in case. Yeah. Dom if you listen. Um but uh yeah, Dom was there and Dom, Dom's a a great coach as well, you know. It's it's uh, amazing to have him as assistant coach here with with the team and mm-hmm. you know, I'm looking forward and, and hoping that, you know, next year I'll be here and, and and able to continue to to work with these two guys because Carlos and Dom have, have been amazing as, as coaches and I think they deserve the opportunity and I hope I can be a player that they want back if, if they're here and, and we move forward from there.